Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight TV show. My name is Andrew Krauss. I'm one of the co-founders here at InventRight. And we've got a very special one for you today. We have one of our students on with one of our coaches. And you're going to learn lessons um, through Kelly's experience. You're going to learn lessons. You're going to hear some things that, you know, ups and downs and also the coach's opinion. And so you will learn something from this interview. But you'll also learn a little bit about what it's like to be an InventRight student. So we have Kelly Ehrenman on along with our fantastic coach, Terry O'Mara. And they are going to talk about um, Kelly's track if you wanted to call it that to license her first product which is dig em up dinos so a really yeah. cool product that um well we'll get into that a little bit more um so uh you know what i'd like to start out so you are you your products on the market right now it's actually on pre-sale with amazon it's going cool. to be on sale uh august 15th and in uh Coles and Myers, August twenty second, I believe. Okay, we'll put whatever links we have right now down below in the in the video description, so you guys can go there and and buy it. And what age range is it for? Would you say? Uh, four and up. Four and up. Okay, so that includes me. I just turned fifty three <laughs> today, so I can I can play okay. it. Um, love dinosaurs as all boys do, and I think a lot of girls too. My my daughter oh, likes yeah, dinosaurs too. You know, yeah. we don't want to. Yeah. Um, anyway, so. I like to start off with, um, at least this time, let's start off with this. Any misperceptions you had, like you thought it was a certain way before you came to InventRight, and now you realize, oh, this is the way it really is. Anything you can help our audience out with there? So um, the resources that InventRight gives uh, with regards to workbooks and uh, videos um, and the coaching is phenomenal. Um, you know, as a consumer, I think I know something about products um, until you go to make your own product and then you find out how much you don't know. Um, so it, there's a big learning curve there mm -hmm. um, to do the research uh, on the product at hand and uh, being drummed into you from InventRight. Well, do a Google search. Look here. Um, check this out. How did you consider this? So it's really taking the idea, flipping it on its head, and making sure that you thoroughly understand um, the product that you want to um, produce. Would you say the the research you need to do? I mean, as consumers, you know, we'll get on. A lot of us will just get on Amazon these days. Unfortunately, I think we're giving too much business all to one company. But hey. I do it myself too. I buy a lot of stuff on Amazon. And we'll, we'll look through five or six products and we'll make a decision. But you're doing it on another level. I mean, you're getting on Google Images. You're getting on Amazon. If it's industrial product, you're going on different sites. You're getting on the retailer's websites. Yes. Did, was it kind of like a reality check? Like, oh, I got to do a lot more research for this. I got to get more in depth. It was, but there was a confirmation what I was looking to make wasn't out there. And with every search, mm -hmm. I kept finding that it wasn't out there. So that encouraged me to continue going forward. But does that mean that it's something that people want? Maybe it's the reason why it's not out there. So um, with Terry as my coach, I was able to you know, do the research and due diligence to make sure that uh, the product went out there to the companies. Um, in a thorough manner so that they understood what I was trying to project. Right, right. The other thing you had mentioned before you became a student is you were watching one of our webinars and somebody asked how long does it take to bring a product to market? I said, well, it, it could take them a year, maybe a little bit more. And you didn't like that back then. 
No, I was one of the many who typed in, what? How can this be? Um, <laughs> what I, in, in learning um, that information, it, you know, educated me that it's not going to be a quick turnaround um, and that there's patience to it to find out that it takes longer than what, you know, you think it's going to be. And InventRight drums into the student. You have to understand what, from soup to nuts, what's happening in this process. I mean, you could launch, you could license something fairly quickly, or it could take you a while. But once they sign that agreement, it takes a while to bring the market, and you've learned to accept that. And you're moving on to another product, and you're like, okay, it's their job now from here on. Well, and you want to have the uh, communication with the company with regards to the developing of your idea with them. Um, and making sure that you keep the, the doors of communication open to um, the company that you've licensed with. Mm-hmm. And Terry was coaching me with regards to, you know, make sure that they know that you're there, Kelly. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you don't want to right. harass the company, but you want to make sure that they, they know that you're still an interested party in the product. Terry, what do you, what do you advise people to do so that you're still involved Maybe mm-hmm. you're going to come up with a new version. Maybe you're, if they want to bounce something off of you. How do you let a company know you're there? You're not pestering them, but you're there, and here's what I can help with. What do you, what do you tell students? I'll tell you. I think that the easiest way to do that, uh, and this was real easy for Kelly because she's a very likable person, um, but just be friendly and be open and be honest mm-hmm. with them. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to the company and ask a question about, hey, um, uh, you know, where are you at or how's that coming? Can I give you anything more, anything more you need from me? Right. Be open to that type of thing. If you're willing to do that, um, sometimes they're going to need something from you. Sometimes they may not. But at least it keeps you at the top of their mind so that they know that, oh, yeah, we, we need to continue moving this forward. And and I'll tell you straight up, Kelly had some real challenges in that respect just because she was she licensed this game right at the beginning of covid basically yes and and then because of covid it caused a whole lot of problems with the company and getting things done and and so she had to be really consistent about following how are things coming and how are you know is there anything more i can give you so she was great about that uh, and i think in big part because she already had the relationship with her not just her contact or her one contact, but a couple of different people within the organization that it made it easier for them and for her. And everybody was on the same page, even through a bunch of, a bunch of challenges. Yeah. That was a big switch. Yeah. It would have been nice, I guess, if you licensed it before COVID because COVID games exploded the games and the car games, and the board games. And, uh, but that seems to be continuing. They seem to be, a, they came back into style they're way more popular now than before COVID. I think there was a little bit of a trend with card games being popular before COVID too, but it's a good time to be licensing a board game for you. So that's great. Yes. I hope it does really yes. well. Thank you. And you're, so your son came up with this when he was a kid and then 25 years later, you decided to jump on it. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So my son was, uh, you know, uh, a young boy and uh, a dinosaur expert, aficionado, however you want to label the children that are so fascinated with dinosaurs. And he certainly was one of them. And uh, 25 years ago, there weren't a lot of dinosaur board games out there. 
and I came up with this premise, uh, an idea of a board game. And uh, he grew out of the dinosaur phase. Um, he's 32 now. Aww. But uh, the idea <laughs> was still in my head of, uh, gee, I, I still don't see that out there. Well, um, I tried to do a, a different uh, product all by myself, uh, nothing to do with the board game in the interim. And I failed miserably. So mm. the idea of doing a, a board game just totally went out uh, the window. But it kept haunting me. And I thought to myself, what if I tried? And I came across YouTube uh, videos of InventRight. And I was uh, captivated. And uh, it encouraged me to try this idea out. Mm -hmm. and uh, here I am with my product. What, what pushed you over the edge? Because you've been thinking about forever. Did did we make it with our YouTube videos just seem that much more viable? Do we? Did you feel like we were removing some roadblocks or what? what? Yes, the the by interviewing people, um, by giving the resources of listen, you have a workbook. You're going to um, meet with your coach once a week. Um, that in and of itself is uh, a real game changer because if I'm doing this on my own, I only answer to myself. And in answering to myself, I can push off whatever it is that I plan to do for this particular project. I don't have to answer to anyone else. Mm -hmm. But answering to a coach, it's, it's one of those things that encourages you to continue, um, you know what, I got to get this done before I meet with Terry on Monday or um, I, I, after the meeting um, usually is when I'm uh, really encouraged to look things up and I'll try to get to it. Um, and then the week goes past, uh, life gets in the way, the weekend comes, you try to get prepared for the next meeting. So that really was a, a big help for me is having Terry there as my coach to encourage me and to also to give me the ideas if there is a roadblock of what to do next. Try this, Kelly. How about did you contact this person? Did you look at it this way? So that was a great help. Terry, did did you find that even some of, the, some of your most disciplined students still need that accountability and the, oh, the, yes. the push every week? I, I've noticed that over the last 22 years. Oh, yes. There's, there's no doubt. I think it's one of the the greatest services that we can provide as coaches is that just that, just the accountability side of it. Somebody that you you got to get, as Kelly said, got to get the work done before you get on a call with your coach. And and in my experience, there's always going to be roadblocks. There's always going to be little things that life throws at you, or big things that life throws at you, to kind of keep you from uh, from getting to your goal or testing you to. How are you, you know, how committed are you to getting to your goal? And, and let me tell you, Kelly had a, a number of those. She's one of the only people I know whose house has been hit by lightning in the midst of well, this. Well, I want to hear about some of these things. I want to hear about <laughs> some of the roadblocks that she experienced. But I also want to say that if you're not frustrated with something about the process, I always tell students this, you're not doing it, especially mm -hmm. the first time. Because like, you know, the company's not getting back to you. You struggle with this. You struggle with that. So let's, can you talk a little bit about um, parts of the process you struggle with, Kelly? And then also any crazy stuff if your house got struck by lightning? I, I didn't know that. Any <laughs> stuff like that, too, which is everybody has things happen in their life. Maybe their house can get struck by lightning, but things that happen. So can you talk yes. about that? 
Sure. Um, you know, the, uh, the licensing deal itself, once I, you know, I have the uh, call tracker from InventRight, so I had my list of, my hit list, and uh, contacting the companies, getting a licensing deal was rather quick. Um, but once the deal was signed, that's when the roadblocks began. For you, uh, yeah. COVID, and I'll never forget, the deal was signed December 5th, 2019. It was the day before my husband's birthday. And I took, I printed out the licensing agreement and I went onto YouTube and uh, folded the licensing agreement into a origami dinosaur figure. And I gave it to him as a birthday gift. And uh, <laughs> for obvious cool. reasons, he was thrilled. So um, after that, uh, COVID hit. Um, the company I was work that I signed the deal with um, goes to China two to three times a year. Um, that stopped. Mm. Uh, now trying to contact that those manufacturers in China um, to communicate to them what exactly you're looking for in design um, was very very difficult. Then the company was trying to do uh, in-house design with a 3D printer that wasn't working. Um, and then the company got bought out. So um, there wow, were- Wow, you had a bunch of stuff happen. You know, yes. normally it's the stuff before you do a deal. It sounds like it went pretty smooth for you to do the deal, but then you had a bunch of um, things that just took quite a while for the product yes. to get launched because of different right. issues. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, yeah, that, so that's unique. That's, that's really cool. But Terry, did she? Did, I'll ask you. Did she stick with it? Did you, she stick in there? Did she stay close to the company? Um, was she was she patient but helpful? Um, you know, I'll tell you, Kelly was tremendously patient, and and I think that that's something maybe she doesn't give herself enough credit for because we've had some conversation about this. But but the reality, she was very patient and she was very diligent about the follow up and being open to working with them and understanding their position was they were that was a very difficult thing for them for the company that she licensed to mm -hmm. they're going over there two three times a year working with these people hands-on directly to get things done and all of a sudden there's none of that you can't go over there and so the things that were coming back were not done well they weren't done right they would they didn't have the tolerances that were necessary to make a, 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 the type of product that they were trying to achieve and and so she kept getting things sent to her she's like this isn't it. This isn't it. This isn't it. And they felt the same way. Yeah, this isn't working. This isn't quite working. And they and yet because they had this relationship, they were willing to work together to make it happen. Part of my role in that was just to just to assure her that she was doing the right things, that this is part of the process and you just got to stick with it. Don't give up on it. Don't get too frustrated. Don't let your frustration come across in your voice or in the way that you communicate with with this company because um, they're doing the best they can for you. Um, and, and, you know, they were excited about taking it to shows and doing these things. All the trade shows got canceled. Everything got canceled. Yeah. It was just one thing after the next. And so you stuck with it. So stuck excited. With it. You know, one thing I'll say, I'll see if, if, if Kelly agrees with me. It's when things are dragging like that in any way, whether it's getting the deal done or doing the deal and then I'm launching it in your case, it's easier to deal with that when you got other irons in the fire. So like if you had decided like, well, I'm going to work in these other two projects, you're getting some traction there. You're like, well, I'm waiting over here. 
Do you think that would make it a little bit easier to deal with where it's your first product and you're just sitting there? You're not just sitting there. You know what I mean? You're, you're really focusing on it. You're thinking about it a lot. But to have these positive distractions with other interests and other products, you keep working on that. Don't neglect it. I'll, I'll, I'll you know, reach out for help you know, to, to help them if they need it. But would that have made it kind of easier? Or would it, if the same thing happened again, would you be like, oh, okay, it's just a process. There's, it's, they're having issues. I'll help them with it, but I'll do some other stuff, keep myself busy. But you keep yourself busy anyway, I think. But So there's a, there's a balance of letting the company know that uh, you, you're, you're out there and you're waiting to hear um, and you want to have that communication and the balance of, you know, calling them up, well, what's going on? Where, where's my game? Yeah. Uh, certainly you don't want to do that, but to, to let them know uh, on a monthly basis. And that's when Terry, you know, it's, sometimes you can be a little too patient and you then at your end, you become the product developer becomes too quiet. You want to be involved mm -hmm. and you want to um, be interactive with the company. And that's where Terry would show me the balance, which was important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's true of reaching out to companies too, not just you know managing the deal afterwards if there are some issues. Um, that's the thing that most of our students struggle with, just getting in front of companies, following up, following through. Yours happened to be after the deal and you had some interesting things come up. I gotta ask, and then we'll wrap up here. Um, your house got struck by lightning. Uh, two times. So. Okay, wow. Yes. Yes. Well, you're gonna, so, it's going to happen more than that with licensing <laughs> products, not just two times. Gonna, there you go. It's, it's not it's, like lightning. It can happen over and over. <laughs> hopefully it's a sign of good luck. So. Indeed. But, but what, so what, the, what, what kind of damage was there? Um, we had a little bit of a fire in the basement. Um, and then, you know, what happens is, so it, it hit a, um, a water pipe, thankfully, when it uh, struck um, the house. So the minute the, the flame started, it was put out. But then you have all the smoke, and the smoke mm -hmm. does more damage actually yeah. than a fire actually can. So, uh, so that was a process. Do you have a like a lightning rod now out there, or what do you do? You know, it's it's very. Nah. People, people <laughs> said no, you don't want to do that because oh. you're attracting. You're actually attracting it. But the the funny thing about it is, we have very very tall trees. As I'm speaking to you. There is a tree service outside um, cutting down trees, um, but it came through all the trees and was able to find our house. So. Terry, she's cutting down her tall trees. I think she just enjoys it. I think she likes the excitement <laughs> of getting struck by lightning in the house, at least. Uh, you know, it was funny. I, I remember her telling me, I'm like, wait, what? Your house cut it by lightning? Um, it, it put another delay in things, right? She was working on a, other, another project. Um, and it's, it's like, I have to put this on hold till we get all this stuff taken care of. We got house damage now. And so that's just one of those things, you know, but to get back on the horse, to get back at it, even kind of fighting through all that stuff. That's one of the things I admire so much about Kelly. She's, she stays focused and she knows what her goal is. Yeah. Uh, and she's got some tremendous game ideas. She really does. She's got a number of other really good game ideas. I have no doubt we're going to be, this won't be the, the last time we're hearing from Kelly. Are you going to stay in the industry, Kelly? Yeah, yes. Cool. Yes, I, I really am enjoying it. Um, the whole process has been a great learning experience. And to, to know that I have a product out there. Uh, when a few years ago I thought, well, I'll just, I'll just try it and see what happens. I, you know, it's, 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 
gratifying to uh, with I, I can't even express how how excited I am about this. I'm I'm thrilled. Yeah, yeah. You feel like you can express yourself creatively, and then other people can enjoy what you created. Is that is that kind of how you feel? Every inventor is different. You know, I love. Um, I've always uh, loved playing with children. I love their the way their mind works when they're building something, and then they explain to you what they mm. built. So you sort of tilt your head to say, "Oh, I didn't see it that way." Um, so I, to that end, I just love the creativity, and I guess you know I'm still a kid at heart. Well, yeah, I mean, if you enjoy doing that with your kids or other kids, just imagine how much joy you're going to bring to all these kids that play this game. You won't be there with them all, but they'll enjoy your creation. So that's that's really thank cool. That's fun. You. That's fun. Yep. Very much. All right. Well, Terry, thank you so much for coaching Kelly and doing such a great yes. job. And Kelly, like, thank you so much for um, for pursuing your dream and putting yourself out there. And you're like, what the hell? I'll try it. Finally, and That's then right. now you're like, no, this That's is this right. doable. That. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Invent Right. Thank you, Coach Terry. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, my All pleasure. Right. So, I remind everybody to take care, keep inventing, and we will catch up with you guys next time. See you guys. Bye. <laughs>